Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. Coming to you from Fabulous Studio B Plus in Bradenton, Florida, it's the Grind Time Wrestling Spotlight. I'm your host, Handsome Dan Salorzno, and joining me today is the third GTW heavyweight champion, the inevitable Jake Sterling. Jake, hello. What's going on, Dan? My favorite GTW commentator. <laughs> you're too you're too kind. And we we're we're gonna get into it just as soon as we go through our prepared messages here. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at JU Wrestling and on Twitter at JU underscore wrestling and of course at jabroniuwrestling.com. If you want merch, you can find JU Wrestling gear at our Threadless store at jabroniu.threadless.com. To follow Grind Time Wrestling, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at official Grind Time Wrestling. To purchase tickets to the big payoff on July 31st, Saturday, and all future events, subscribe to Grind Time Wrestling at eventbrite.com and you can get tickets at gtwgrindhouse.com. Tickets are only $20, and they're extremely limited. You pay more at the door, so get your tickets now at eventbrite.com. And now, let's get straight into it. A question the whole world is burning to know. Who is Jake Sterling? Well, currently, Jake Sterling is your Grind Time Wrestling Heavyweight Champion. And I'm sure some people have a problem with that. I don't really care. But it is what it is. It was bound to happen, as I said, from the first time. I stepped into the building, and here we are. Jake Sterling, I'm a father, I'm a husband, I'm a business owner, but above all else, I'm the best goddamn wrestler in Florida. Well, I suppose they don't call you inevitable for nothing. Your most recent tile defense was against Ron Bass Jr. at uh, We're Still Here back on June 26. Tell me, champ, how do you prepare for success when facing an opponent as large as Ron Bass Jr.? Well, I mean, I think the theme of this entire podcast you're going to see when talking to me is I go into every single match with a plan A, plan B, all the way through Z. I'm never not prepared. Even though the powers that be did their best to throw me a curveball week before the match, they decided to change my opponent and throw me a 330-pound outlaw. But as you can see, the inevitable happened in the end, and I'm still here with the title. Well, naturally, that's, that is the champion's burden. Let's but let's let's dig in that uh, uh, dig into that a little bit. Let's talk about the GTW Championship, uh, a championship that you say you were never meant to win. I would one hundred percent agree. I think that from the time I stepped into GTW, uh, I was given an opportunity. I was thrown into uh, tag matches stacked against myself. My first match, I went against Mike and Ripper against a man that uh, my partner was a man that I had never met. Uh, the following month, I was in a mat- tag team match against Shannon Moore, which I was never meant to win. And it wasn't until I finally took matters into my own hands, if you remember back at March to Glory, when we had, I forced Mike and Noah's hand into an absolutely unsanctioned match. And I came up the winner in that. And that was with the first time that I think that Ty and the powers that be in GTW started to get scared, seeing what I, my plan all along to completely just take over this promotion. Well, that is that is very interesting. We have seen you uh, ra- racking up the wins against all odds. Now, let's let's dig into the most recent foray and what what ended up with you being 
a champion twice in one night, uh, the the battle for the multiverse tournament. So let, let's talk about let's talk about that that first round. Uh, your first opponent, Azriel Rowe. I mean, I'll tell you first off, the, the multiverse title is something that from the second I came to GTW, I was super intrigued by. The, the moment I heard about it, because that is the definition of what I'm all about, taking things into your own hands, not waiting for permission, not even asking for forgiveness. You, t- you are responsible for your own destiny and making it happen. And I had my eyes set on that title first because I knew as far as the heavyweight championship went, I was never going to get a chance. So I had to go and I had, I had to work my way through the rings, play the game and get to where I needed to be. So the first match against Azrael, I think was made to catch me off guard. My uh, personal opinion is that I was given Azrael to, as almost a, a tune-up match for, in my mind. And then it, it was really quickly became clear when no avail made his appearance in the very beginning of the match. This was all just to catch me off guard. Um, and I'll admit it, it threw me through a loop for a little bit, but in the end, I mean, come on, this dude is four feet tall. It was an absolute joke of a match and I moved on with relative ease. Okay. And that's, that is, that is interesting. Um, if may, if maybe a little suspect, I, I can't really cast speculations on it, but what I see is in a, in a tournament with, with people that, that they that according to you they definitely don't want you to win the very first thing that happens is you despite the fact that you're stacked against a smaller opponent first thing that happens somebody else comes out interference like that that to me in my estimation doesn't sound really really clean I, that could be Asriel Rowe or uh, that could be no avail looking out for his tag team partner Asriel Rowe I I'm sure I don't know now, the the powers that be, I according to you, almost certainly would have expected this next match to throw a wrench in the works for you. The the winner of Leroy Shogun versus Merrick Donovan. But now, tell me what happened there. Of course, of course. Uh, what are the odds? And the the bracket next to mine on the tournament happens to be the man who hasn't lost a single match since he's been in GTW. Of course, that's just a coincidence. I don't think so. But back to Asriel real quick. They had their plan, but what they didn't expect, like I told you, I've always got a plan A, B, C, all the way through Z. And do you think that financially stable coming out at the end was an accident? No, no, no. I always had a plan all along, and that's why I came out the victor. No matter what they throw at me, I've always got something for them. And it just happened that their own plan blew up in their face, which is just poetic justice, if you really ask me. They they tried to stack the deck against me, and it blew up in their face because they had two men that they considered monsters to face me in the next round. But on the contrary, they couldn't even get the job done in 15 minutes. So there I go, an easy bye to the final round, which the, the other half of the tournament was clearly designed for Cody Berenger to make it to the end, which, again their own monsters that they're creating to try to take out Jake Sterling blew up in their face. And Cody Berenger gets taken out by an absolute joke of a wrestler in cheese and just really set it up for me. Even if Cody didn't jump cheese before my, our final match, the match probably would have gone maybe 10 seconds longer than it did. So in the end, I mean, Cody made it, Cody cut the match from 20 seconds to 10 seconds. And I came out your multiversal champion 
And it was it was the plan all along in my eyes, and their plan just blew up in their face, worse than they could have ever imagined. Well, that uh, I I can't I can't confirm or deny that because I don't know, but it it certainly seems, according to you, that they that they had a design uh, against you to to prevent you from that. And as you said, you had all those plans, and I uh, I, I got to hand it to you on on that one. I I do not care for financially stable terribly much for their tactics uh but i suppose the uh, enemy of your enemy is your friend and absolutely so so now we we have this this tournament that uh, according to you is is stacked against you regardless you emerge victorious you are now the diy champion meanwhile let's take a look at the main event for that night because if you if they don't count on you being DIY champion, then how do you think they see this this match playing out at at the end at the end of the night, the main event, the four way match between Kenny Bangle, Brian Idol, Tarzan Duran, and Uptown Andy Brown? As far as the winner for the four man, I don't know if they had a plan. I'm sure that they didn't think their golden boy Kenny was going to lose, and I'm sure they didn't think that he was going to lose while well, not even involved in the match. But just another one of the, Mike Orlando's golden boys got the belt. And um, I think my biggest regret of the whole night is I didn't get to take that belt from Kenny myself um, because I watched him for six months or so be just an absolute fake champion, a disgrace to GTW, a man who comes out and acts like he's a man of the people, but never once has he ever addressed the fans. Have you, have you ever seen Kenny Bengal cut a promo for GTW, post anything on social media, do anything to elevate this championship? I, I haven't. And that's what I'm about. I'm trying to take GTW to the next level. I'm trying to, to make this title relevant for the first time in this company's history. And it sucks that I didn't get to take it from Kenny myself, but Hey, just taking it from another one of Mike Orlando's boys was just as satisfying. Um, and I got to say, I'll hand it to Tarzan Duran of every match that I've had in GCW so far. I think the most competitive one I've had was the two minute scuffle that we had before I ripped the title from him. Wow. Well, that, that's certainly a lot to think about there. And I, you know, I, I personally have been, I've been saying for, for months now that, that Tarzan is going to be a champion. Um, it, it seems that you're a very by hook or by crook type of champion. Uh, cor- correct me if that's not an accurate assessment. I mean, my, my, my goal was to just to get the title first, one step at a time. I knew that I had to go through every single obstacle. I knew I couldn't do this the right way. There was no way for me to just get a title match and win the title one-on-one. It wasn't going to happen. Ty and the owners and the powers that be for GTW were not going to let that happen. So I had to do what I had to do. I went above and beyond to get this championship around my waist. And now phase two of this entire plan is elevate this title, make it the prestigious title that deserves to be. I'm your third grind time champion. And honestly, I plan on being the last grind time champion of all time. Well, wow. That's, that's great. And uh, I can't, I can't deny the tactical brilliance of cashing cashing it in after Tarzan had to go through through a war there. So my 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 next my next question for you is now now you're champion and the the grindhouse 
doesn't really seem to like that. It, do, it doesn't seem like anyone likes the fact that that you're that you're champion, that you were supposed to be champion. Uh, how how do you plan to how do you plan to elevate that that title and you know ensure your legacy as one of the greatest GTW champions of all time? Well, first of all, I understand. I look into the crowd and I can see that some people hate it. I look, go to the locker room and I can hear guys talking. I know some people don't like it, but the one thing that they can't say is that I don't deserve it. Every single one of them doesn't have to like me. They can hate me for all they want, but every single person in that locker room and in that audience, by the time everything is all said and done, is going to respect me. As, now, I don't care what they think about me outside the ring, but between those ropes, every single person will understand that I am the best of the best I am the end all be all for professional Florida wrestling. And by the end, end of my story, I will be in the record books as one of the greatest professional wrestlers to ever do it. I'm here to be a cool indie wrestler. I'm not here to have a gimmick. I'm not here for flashy moves. I'm here to be considered the best of all time. And that is the way I'm going to elevate this belt. People are going to look back and say, oh my God, Jake Sterling, I think used to hold that belt. Jake Sterling, the greatest to ever do it was at one time the grind time champion. And that's the way I plan on elevating this belt. Now I'm not going to use this belt to elevate my legacy. My legacy is going to elevate this title. All right. And I suppose, I suppose step one is a uh, grinding out matches and winning. So I got to ask you champion who who's next on the table. Who, who do you maybe uh, have a dream bout that you want to go against? Oh man. I mean, a good portion of the grind time locker room is a complete disgrace. And most of them, I wouldn't even step in the ring with out of oh, respect. Come on, come on now. Come but, on now, champ. But there are a few, there are a few that I could see. Uh, I'd love to get in there with Shogun easily. I mean, I want to be the one to end the street. I, I don't think it would be that difficult, but I think we put on a great match. And I think that he can now move on, put the streak behind him and go on to better things and say that he got a chance at the title and pick his place at the bottom of the card. Uh, I think that uh, Merrick Donovan is also a a very tough and up and coming wrestler. But if completely honest with you, I've got this title now. I don't plan on losing it anytime soon. So the only thing that I could really do at this point is add to the collection. So really what intrigues me are those tag titles. Oh. So the gifted, they got titles right now. I'm just saying, I don't think it would be too crazy to think about maybe Jake Sterling and your old boy, Daniel Starling teaming up to take on the gifted winner take all no no that's like teaming up with voldemort why would you why would you do that when you said you wanted to collect more titles i thought you were men i thought you meant putting another world-class beatdown on daniel starling that was great i'd watch that over and over again i mean i agree with you i agree it wouldn't be the easiest thing to team up with him but hey he gets that you got to do what you got to do to get the titles so I, I don't I don't like Daniel Starling, but I respect what he's doing. I respect how he's doing anything that he has to the titles. I've got to give the gift a little reason to get in the ring with me. So if I can offer up this and his title and we do a tag team title, winner take all, every title on the line match, that's my pitch. 
Uh, wow. Well, wow, champ. It sounds like it sounds like you got a lot going on the uh, pipeline here, and uh, this has been absolutely incredible conversation. I'm very honored that you had the time to uh, uh, jo- join me in your palatial Miami estate there. Um, anything, anything else you want to, you want to put out there before we wrap this up, champ? Just make sure you guys are there on July 31st for the big payoff at the grind time wrestling's Grindhouse. Um, as far as who I'm facing, I don't think we've announced it yet, but, uh, either way, you know, that the outcome is inevitable. I'll be walking out with the championship over my waist and the show will go on. Wow. All right there. Uh, to check out all the other wonderful podcasts on the Jabroni U Podcast Network, follow the Jabroni University Podcast Network on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at JabroniU and at JabroniU.com. There you can follow the exploits of the Allen Club and Why Did We Ever Meet. Tune in to Biff Radio with Ben Center. Be a fly on the wall in Locals Barbershop After Hours. Listen to all new hip-hop on Flow and Tell and Draft Pop Culture with Andy, James, and Drew on our flagship show, The Draft Podcast. Again, your gateway to follow all these wonderful podcasts is jabroniu.com. And again, to follow Grind Time Wrestling, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Official Grind Time Wrestling to purchase tickets to the big payoff on July 31st. And all future events, subscribe to Grind Time Wrestling at eventbrite.com. And you can get your tickets at gtwgrindhouse.com. Tickets are only $20 and are extremely limited. You pay more at the door. So what are you waiting for? Get your tickets now at eventbrite.com and gtwgrindhouse.com. Your gateway to all of these wonderful podcasts is jabroniu.com. Remember to give us a five-star rating and a like, share, retweet, and subscribe, or uh, Jake Sterling's going to come after you. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't like it when you don't follow us and give us those ratings. Damn right. Well, this has been another thrilling episode of the GTW Spotlight. My guest today has been the inevitable Jake Sterling, the third GTW heavyweight champion, Jake, say goodnight to the lovely people. You guys have a great night, and I'll see every single one of you listening on July 31st at the Grindhouse. Thank you so much again for ha- uh, for being on the show, Jake Sterling. I'm your host, Handsome Dance Delorzo, and remember, it's not your time, it's ours. Take her easy. Take her easy.